Welcome into the For the Throne Dynasty podcast, starring your defending champion, Cascade Bear, Stirk Daddy, Justin STP6, Andy Pollock, Randy Santarelli, D. Slackey, the debut of House Deets, Candle Still Lit, Little Slads, WGL 1035, Prince Palmer 17, Lefty 79, and Bucks in 6. Welcome into the For the Throne Dynasty podcast. We are previewing this week, week number 10, and also recapping week number 9. We're joined by Justin again. And we are talking about this Carolina Panther, Atlanta Falcons football game. Eddie Pinheiro is pumped up after hitting another long field goal in the rain coming from, what is it, the tropical storm? I don't even know. I just, I I turned it on and we talked about how it was a a phenomenal game. Well, I turned it on, there was a touchdown scored and now I just saw a Mariota wonderful pick and Eddie Pinheiro pumped up. I'm enjoying this. So I'd assume they're not going to need DJ Moore at all in the second half. It would, it would seem that way. Oh, it is boring. I'm looking at yeah. that. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Fans are, these fans are pumped up, though. They are. It's <laughs> The 2-7 and seven Panthers are looking good. Yeah. So... Uh, Justin, as we talk about this, why don't you just go ahead and take us through week number nine's cookies. All right. So looking at the cookies this week, we were a pretty good score this past week. We had 362.94, which is the third highest score of the year. We're about six points off of what last week's was, and we're still about 40 off of that incredible week two performance that we had. We saw uh, Joe Mixon absolutely destroy uh, the uh, Panthers defense last week. And now the Panthers defense looks like it's world beaters. Uh, But he was by far the top scoring player with 55.1 points. Um, We Stirk and D Slackey both had three cookies apiece. Oh, that was that was a big hit and illegal. Um, but he hit him with his shoulder, so I don't get that. That's Xavier Woods, WWE player. Okay. Shoulder to head, clearly a foul. Okay. Mm. Um, lefty two, Andy two, Little Slads, Randy, and Cascade all with one cookie apiece. If we go back and look at the player cookies total so far this year, we're looking at uh, Josh Allen, who we'll see if, um, if he's playing this week for Stirk with two, and Pat Mahomes for D. Slackey with two. At uh, the running backs spots, we got Josh Jacobs for Cascade and Austin Eckler for Stirk with three. Saquon for D. Slackey, Aaron Jones for Cascade, Derek Henry for Little Slats, and Kenneth Walker for Lefty with two. No, whole bunch of people with one at wide receivers um andy has jamar jeffers 
or Justin Jefferson. Ryan has Jamar Chase. Sterk has Tyreek Hill all with three. Stephon Diggs for D. Sladke. Cooper Cup for Andy. Devontae Adams for D. Sladke all with two. A bunch of them with one. Uh, at tight ends, Travis Kelsey for D. Sladke and Mark Andrews for Cascade each with two cookies. Uh, Nick Folk it reigns supreme on top of the kicker cookie world with three of them for Danny. Uh, Suck up and Tucker each with two. Then uh, Max Crosby is leading the defensive lineman with two for Danny. We got Micah Parsons at the top uh, at the linebacker spot with two and a half points. Uh, then Devin White for now China star. Uh, Roquan Smith for Danny. Zaven Collins for Andy. And Matt Judon for Cascade all with two. And then at the defensive backs, we got Harrison Smith for Andy and Javon Holland for myself with two. If we go back and look at the team totals, um, D. Sladke is back to the top of the leaderboard with 17 cookies. Damn. Get Burled Bitches right behind him with 16. We got Outdoor Furnishings at 13. Oh, I didn't fix that. Whoops. Ice McCaffrey at 14. Outdoor Furnishings at 13.5. Team Candle is still lit. Nope. Team China Star with 11. Tactical Tanking Allowed with 10. Whole World in His Hands, Peacock Power, The Prince Who Was Pits, and Team Little Slads all with six. Time to play the game with five. And The Epitome of Brutality with three and a half. Welcome back, college basketball. So, like I said, a pretty pretty solid week for cookies, led by Joe Mixon. Um, Lots and lots of cookies would come. But uh, we're looking at Corderell Patterson with a nice catch there. The Falcons might actually score something here. So before we move on, we obviously had a little bit of a changing in our For the Throne League. Um, We had another new member take over for Team Number 9, as we're going to refer to it as. Team Number 9 was started by He Who Must Not Be Named. And then after that, uh, three other managers have actually, well, now three other managers have controlled that roster. So Candlestill Lip informed me that he just thought Dynasty was too much for me, wasn't able to keep tabs on it as much as he would have liked. So he said that he was looking for, hoping for a replacement. So then I went ahead and I knew that there was someone that a lot of people in our league had wanted to come in because of his activity level. So I went ahead and I reached out to him. Um, the individual I reached out to is China star, AKA Caleb. Welcome to the league. Welcome to the podcast. And he informed me that he wanted to see the team. And then after he wanted to see the team, by the way, holy crap, you can like barely even see through the camera. Cause it's so rainy. Yeah. But young like cool legend. <laughs> so he informed me after looking at the roster, he wanted to take it. Um, and then he said he wanted to take over right away so that he can make moves if necessary and kind of feel some ownership for his team. So I spoke with Candle, and Candle's like, yep, like, that's fine. Like, I don't need a refund or anything like that. I, you know, I got myself into it, or I chose to go in the league. Not a problem. So that was a very easy transition over to China, China Star, who is our new member of the league. It is kind of ironic how that team has now had four different managers, but then all except for, I think, two are OG members. What do you think about the whole 
process that took place. Yeah, I just remember um, getting a text in a, a group chat saying that candles still lit, we might be out. Um, and I was like, it was shocking because it was very, very into the draft um, at Randy's house this past year, and he seemed right at the bat to be pretty, pretty into it. And then it, it did, it did taper off quite a bit. And the lineups were always checked right off the bat, and trades and free agency kind of over the wayside. And I, I can see it. it. Dynasty football is a lot, um, but I know I don't know China Star personally, but I know him from a couple other leagues, and I know that he's a pretty good fantasy player. So it looks like we have a guy that's hopefully ready to commit, so we can stop the transition of this team number nine. Mm. And I also hope that he gets a team name. So I don't have to give him shit next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just keep giving it to him. <laughs> so let's go ahead and let's take a look at week number nine, which again was the last week of the the existence for Candles to Lit. First matchup was between Free Frosty Fan Club and Team D Slagkey. D- Team D Slagkey won the matchup 171.8 to 140.1. That is a 31.7 point victory for D Slacky who is now 6 and 3 and I am now 2 and 7. Uh on my side, also one thing I wanted to add cuz now Sleeper put in this thing that says like the projected or like that gives you basically your optimized max score so you can see how well you did with picking uh players. I think I'm going to put that in these matchups as well. Only in the post game because like the pre-show obviously we don't need to really we don't really know how that's going to result with uh, with it. And you talk about the projected amount of points also, right? Yep. Okay, so I am actually projected one, or I was projected 166.2. So that is a 40, or a 26 point underperform. And then D-Slack, he was projected 177. So he underperformed by only about five and a half points. On my side, I had Tua Tungavai Frosty. With 30 points, that's going to be impossible to say. Uh, <laughs> a horrible 2.9 from Blue Edwards. 15.6 from Michael Carter-Williams. 10.6 from Jason Terry. 16 from TJ Ford. 10.7 from Chris Middleton. IDPs, 13.5 from Jordan Awara and 12 from Mike James. On D. Slacky side, he had 36.1 from Patrick Mahomes. 11.4 from James Conner, welcome back. 14.3 from Stefan Diggs and 36.6 from Devontae Adams, who scored like all those points in the first half. 21.6 from Travis Kelsey. Zero in the flex for Tyler Higby. 17 from his kicker, Nick Folk. IDPs, 9.5 from Jermaine Pratt and 8.5 from Max Crosby. Again, after this matchup, D Slacky is now 6 and 3, and I am 2 and 7. Next matchup was between Time to Play the Game and Peacock Power. Time to play the game won this matchup by 30.1, 187.2, to 157.1. Time to play the game is now 5-4, and four, and you are now 4-5. and five. Uh, Lefty underperformed by 24 points, and Justin uh, underperformed by 5 points. On lefty's side, he had 24.8 from Jin Rummy, 13.9 from Snakes and Ladders, and 27.9 from Yahtzee. Also, 19 and a half from Outburst, 15 from Zertz, and 15.3 from Risk. 
9.8 out of Memory, 9 from Psycho Killer, 23 out of Screaming Eagles, and 11.5 from Vikings Gone Wild. Goodbye, Von Bell. You are now off the roster. On Justin's side, he had 23 from Cod Cheat Code, 18.3 from Scordero Patterson, who's playing in the game we were watching with Richard Sherman on the screen, 21.6 out of Captain Kirk, 19.9 out of Speed Demon, uh, a pretty bad 1.3, almost goose egg gasek, 13.1 from Young Buck, and 14.3 from Terrace Marshall Jr. Welcome to the starting lineup. 11 from Monster, 18 from Bobby Wagner. After this matchup, Lefty is now 5-4, and four, and Justin is now 4-5. and five. <laughs> Third matchup was between Outdoor Furnishings and the Prince Who Was Pits. This matchup was won by the Prince Who Was Pits, 156.2 to 141.8. So that is about a 14.4 point victory for Prince Palmer, who's now 4-5. and five. And Cascade Bear is also 4-5. and five. Cascade underperformed by five points, and Prince Palmer under... Oh, actually, he hit. No, he underperformed by three points. 159.22. On Cascade's side, he had 24 from Birdfeeder, 10 from Outdoor Metal Artwork, 14.7 from Horseshoe Pit, um, and then he had 12.2 from Solar Panels, 11.7 from Wicker Furnishings, 22.5 from Electric Weed Whacker, 11.5 from Smoker Grill. On Prince's side, he had 19.5 out of Miss Jackson is, I'm assuming for real, 24.9 from Pinball Machine, 18.8 from Don't Be a Poo Poo in his last game on the roster, 14.9 from Grumpy, 18.6 from My Cousin, 10 from Billy Jean Kid. 15 from Hickey. After this matchup, Cascade Bear is now 4 and 5, and Prince Palmer is also 4 and 5. In the next matchup, it was between Get Burrow Bitches and the Epitome of Brutality. Get Burrow Bitches won this matchup 190.0 to 103.7. So it's an 86.3 point victory, yikes, for Andy, who's now 6 and 3. Will is now 4 and 5. Andy underperformed even by 20 points, and Will underperformed by 30 points. On Andy's side, she had 21.1 from Daddy, 11 from Leonard Fournette, and 23.5 from Derrick Henry. 13.6 from DeAndre Hopkins, 25.5 from Roy. Uh, disappointing 1.8 from Evan Ingram, who got hurt. 17.7 from Tyler Lockett, and 26.8 from Two Girls, One Cup. 11 from Ryan Suckup, and 23 from Zaven Collins. On Will's side, he had 14 from Got That Dog in Him. None of his running backs or wide receiver starters scored above 10. Uh, he also had Romeo Dobbs with 2.8 in the flex, who's going to be out for four to six weeks. 15.5 from Uchenna Nuosu and 15.5 from Rashawn Evans. And the rest was irrelevant. After this matchup, Will is now 4-5 and five and Andy is 6-3. and three. Next matchup is between Little Slads and China Star, a.k.a. Candle Still Lit. Little Slads won this matchup 142.5 to 101, so a 41.5 point victory for Little Slads, who's on a two-game win streak, 3-6, and, and Candle Still Lit, a.k.a. now China Star, 
four and five. Little Slads underperformed by 64 points. That's quite a shock. And China Star underperformed by 21 points. On Little Slads side, he had 17.2 from Tom Brady, 16 from Ramondre Stevenson, 26.6 from Travis Etienne, and 13 from T. Higgins, 17.9 from Garrett Wilson. IDPs were kind of irrelevant. If you look at China Stars now team, 15.6 from Gotemoji, 0 from Craig Reynolds, who is now on the IR, 18.7 from Lizard Emoji, 9.4 from Tyler Boyd, and 9 from Hunter Henry, who is now off the roster, uh, 10 from Spaceballs the Kicker, and 13 from Air Shield. So after this matchup, Again, China Star is now four and five, and Little Slads is now three and six. Give me a second. I'm going to be doing something real quick. Did you see what I just did? Justin. Wait, what? He was dropped? <laughs> Why? I guess so. Hey, he was free to pick up. The fuck? <laughs> Let's do it. When the hell did he drop him? I didn't even see that. He must have done it in the waivers. I don't think he did a straight-up drop, did he? Did he put in waiver claims? Going back to look. Wait, just click on his profile. You can check his his log. Oh, he was just straight-up dropped yesterday. When? I don't know. Did he just drop him in the middle of putting people on the block? I don't see the transaction. Where is it? Oh, here. When he picked up Fat Randy. You even reacted to the Fat Randy pickup. 100% did not see that Hunter <laughs> Henry was dropped for him. Damn, I'll take that. <clears throat> So moving on, our last matchup of the week was between Tactical Tanking Loud and Ice McCaffrey. This matchup ended 200.6 to 117.4. That's an 83.2 point victory for Sturk Daddy, who's now 8-1. Randy is now 4-5. Randy underperformed by 18 points. Even though he scored 200, Sturk still under, underperformed by 200, or by two, two, not by 200, by 24 points. Randy side, he had 20 from Kirk Cousins, <clears throat> a disappointing one from Alexander Madison, 13.6 from Dalvin Cook, 15.9 from A.J. Brown, disappointing one and a half from Brevin Jordan, 5.6 from Hunter Henry, who was then put on the IR, 17 from Richie Grant, and 12 from Harrison Smith. 
On Stirk's side, he had 24.8 from Josh Allen. This is the big one, 55.1 from Joe Mixon. 4.1, disappointing from Isaiah McKenzie. 27.3 from Tyreek Hill. 24 from Dallas Goddard. 24.1 from Austin Eckler. That's really much it for that, pretty much it. Uh, but again, after this matchup, Stirk is 8-1. Randy is now 4-5. and five. And that is it for last week's matchups. So, Justin, let's take a look at the waivers to begin with, and then we'll get into trades afterwards. Waivers this week were pretty boring. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I didn't think much of them, except for the fact that Hunter Henry was randomly dropped because I was just looking at his roster, and all he's got is Kittle, I think. <clears throat> Interesting dropping if you pick up a kicker. So anyway, Sturt picked up Case Keenum for 7 bucks. No one else bid and dropped Matt Ryan. Lefty picked up Denzel Ward from the Browns for 5 bucks and dropped Von Bell. I, dra- I picked up Brett Maher for 0 bucks and dropped Cameron Dicker. So, kicker. Yeah, the kicker. D-Slacky picked up Robbie Gold for $0. And then Sturt picked up Sammy Watkins for $0. So I ended up winning Brett Maher on the tiebreaker because I'm last place. China Star picked up Randy Bullock, and as you previously mentioned, dropped Hunter Henry, which I just found out from the matchup. China Star picked up. Fucking kidding me, Terrace Marshall. Did he just drop something? Oh, he got a pass and he dropped he fumbled it immediately. Well, you got one point for the catch. You got one point for the first down. So it was a zero-point play. (laughs) Benched. China Star also picked up Jamison Crowder. Will shared a post for us about Tua's votes in Florida. The Senate race. Um, Will also mentioned that slavery has officially been banned as a punishment. What the fuck? I thought that had been gone. No, why? God, it's incomplete. Was it actually? Ah, uh, he never made a football move. Oh. So, what your, what's your thoughts on slavery being bland, banned? I'm very happy that in 2022 we still had to specify that that needed to be banned. Supposedly got voted down in Louisiana. I don't even know how, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Cascade and I kind of freaked out about Javon Carter. Will put Jahan Dotson, Christian Watson, and Michael Gallup on the trade block. Interested in any of those three? Uh, yeah, why not? Um, Cascade randomly started talking about Christian Rickenpop. And Will was confused. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Lefty said his Thursday IDP is already on his roster. And then Sterk put Deontay Foreman and Ra- Raheem Mostert on his trade block. Will dropped Jake Elliott. We're going to skip over the trade. Uh, Andy said Melvin Gordon's on the block, and everybody just kind of, like, was confused by that. Uh, Andy posted a picture of uh, 
Kirk Cousins in some bling. Andy posted a picture. Kirk, she of, got. Yeah. Andy posted a picture of Aaron Rodgers calling Brett Favre. Fuck Brett Favre. We don't acknowledge him. Will nicknamed Juju Smith Schuster TikTok sensation. Uh, he also shared a picture of all the negatives that have happened to Aaron Rodgers since he took ayahuasca. Will then picked up in a reunion Keyshawn Vaughn. He also picked up Foster Moreau next and then dropped Keyshawn Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> China Star put Deshaun Watson on the block. He also put DJ Dallas, Travis Homer, Allen Robinson, Alan Lazard, Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb on the block. Andy picked up Cameron Bray. Randy picked up Matt Ryan. And then I picked up Hunter Henry for Harrison Bryant. Anything in that timeline catch your eye. We already talked about the Hunter Henry one. Um, trying to start kind of putting a stamp on the roster, saying, like, I want to get rid of some of these guys. He's got, like, seven Packers, um, multiple Seahawks running backs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, th- that was interesting. I love the 30-second reunion for Keyshawn Vaughn. Yes. Um, I hate Andy's shirt. <laughs> that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into the trades. How many do you have to talk about this week? One, two? Two. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so if you we're looking at the trades... The first one was Danny gets Deion Jackson and 2023 fourth. Little Slads gets a 2023 third. Little Slads had just spent $57 to get him and then instantly used those $57 to move up around in the draft. Mm. And Jackson then had a horrendous game. I think Danny just needed running back depth at that point. I think it's an interesting trade to use Fab to, to get an extra draft pick or move up in the draft. Fifty-seven dollars is a lot to move up just one round. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it was kind of a relevant trade. I don't know. I think D Slacky kind of panicked with the uh, need for a running back, but again, Jonathan Taylor was out, so I guess the motive made sense. However. Uh, who are they playing? They were playing the Patriots, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were. And the Patriots, like, will shut down the Colts. Plus, that was the last game for Frank Reich. Like, mm-hmm. now think about what are the running backs going to look like in Jeff Saturday's system? Yes, because he's it's going to be an offensive genius, Jeff Saturday, at the helm of that football team and we know that all their Colts players are just gonna break out right now I think they're in the well actually I know they're in there because I wrote it this past week but they're in the Lancer Center of Guards because almost all the Colts are probably gonna suck for at least a week or two more before they even have a chance to do anything Mm -hmm. I don't know it it was a very strange deal I don't know if Deion Jackson's worth that yeah, he's worth $57 in the third round pick, apparently. Mm-hmm. So what was the second trade that you made mention of? Second one is one that happened today, which is a very interesting one. Um, Prince Palmer is going to get Will's second round pick this year. 
and Van Jefferson, and Will gets Juju Smith-Schuster, who he instantly nicknamed TikTok Sensation or whatever it was. I like this trade a lot for Will and honestly for Ryan too. Um, Ryan's team does not look like it's going anywhere this year. Getting an extra pick, all it's going to do is help. Van Jefferson has, for the most part, been a disappointment, so I think that's kind of irrelevant. But Juju, he's had a really good year. The Chiefs did go out and get Kadarius Tony. They're not sure where all the all the stuff's going around. I think that's pretty fair value for the deal, but I think Will gets by far the better player. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so for sure. Um, I think I saw a stat that uh, Juju has been like a wide receiver two for like the last four, if not five, five weeks. I don't know. Have you seen that? I I did not. Um, wide receiver two going for. Basically oh, a second so round pick and a guy who's the last three weeks. So he scored 18.8, 25.4, and 23.3. So on the week he was wide receiver four, seven, and eight in each of those matchups. All right. Well that's 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 I mean second round pick and a guy that potentially could be cut um in in fantasy football, not 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 by the Rams. I, I feel like that's that's pretty good value for that deal. Arthur Smith is currently losing his mind. Yes. That was a really, really weird holding call. Um, yeah, I think I think Will's going to be set up pretty nicely at the wide receiver spot, which is why it was interesting. Did he, he put all those wide receivers in the block after? Or was that before that deal? Um, it was before, I want to say. Okay. So it just seemed like he was he's trying to make something happen, look look for a new wide receiver, and and he got one. And we'll see how that works out for him. Yeah. Okay, so you ready to take us through week 10's preview? Yeah, let's do it. So um, we kind of have a clusterfuck in the middle. You commented on the chat, commented on the newsletter. We have... Lefty at five and four in the fourth spot, all the way through Will at four and five in the tenth spot, separated by one game. Um, which means the third overall pick next year to the fourth playoff seed. It, it's it's a lot. We don't know. There's a lot of mediocre teams right now. What the fuck was Mariota doing? Um, okay, so we'll we'll get into the first match of the week. We got Cascade Bear versus. Free Frosty Club. Uh, for Free Frosty Club, you're going to be starting... We're going to try this. Tua. Agvalo Frosty. And, yes. Sure. Uh, <laughs> against Cleveland. Uh, Blue Edwards. Bucks emoji. Versus Jackson. Glenn Robinson. Bucks emoji. Against the Philly. Uh, Philly, yeah. Okay, I'm not doing all the Bucks emojis. It's Smith. Versus Washington, Jason Terry versus Philly, Gerald Henderson versus San Francisco, J. Hawkinson versus Buffalo, uh, Chris Middleton spelled wrong versus Seattle. It's spelled wrong intentionally um, because Chris is the name of the football player. I know, I know, but it's Let's still see. spelled wrong. Um, and then on your IDPs, you got Jordan Wara and Mike James looking like they could be over ten points, and honorary Oos. Which I'm still not 100% sure what that means. 
um, at around 10 points. You're currently projected to lose by only five to Cascade Bear, who does not have a current uh, second flex spot filled. For Cascade Bear, you have Bird Feeder on Monday Night Football against the Commanders, Josh Jacobs against the Colts, Ladder, oh, sorry, Wicker Furnishings against the Colts, Ladder game, Golf Game Set versus the Lions, Wind Chimes versus the Lions, Horseshoe Pit versus the Buccaneers, Solar Panels versus the Saints, the, the aforementioned Empty Spot, uh, Superstar Flower versus the Chargers, uh, welcome back, buddy. Made a kick in this game. Uh, then he's got all of his IDPs looking around 10 or above points. Uh, in 2021 Unanimous Defender of the Year, Gas Grill, Tree Trimmer, and Smoker Grill. If that held, Cascade would move to 5-5, five and five, and you would move to 2-8. and eight. Moving on to the next matchup, we got Time to Play the Game versus Iced McCaffrey. In this matchup, Sterk is currently projected to win by 24, and that's if Josh Allen plays. If if he does not, then he'll be starting Case Keenum or Sam Ellinger, and that will change quite a bit. For lefty, he'll, he's starting Jin Rummy against the Buccaneers, Snakes and Ladders against the Giants, Yahtzee versus the Buccaneers, Outburst versus the Browns, Perfection versus the Packers, Zertz against the Rams, Risk against the Commanders, Sorry versus the Browns. He's got his Thursday night IDP and Michael Walker is not doing too much yet. Um, and then Vikings Go Wild is the only defender projected to be around 10 points. For Iced McCaffrey, we have the aforementioned either Josh Allen slash Case Keenum slash Sam Ellinger. Um, Raheem Mostert against the Browns. Christian McCaffrey versus the Chargers. Brandon Cooks against the Giants. Tyreek Hill against the Cleveland. He is legitimately wide receiver number one overall right now. Dallas Goddard versus the Commanders. Austin Eckler versus the 49ers. Deonta Foreman's got six points so far. A uh, couple minutes into the third quarter. Hasn't gotten the ball in the third yet. Um, for IDPs, He's got a couple projected around 10 or above in TJ Edwards, Eddie Jackson, and Miles Garrett. If this projection held, Sterk would move to 9-1, and one, Lefty would move to 5-5. Five and five. Going to the third matchup, we got the Prince Who Is Pitts versus Team D. Sladkey. So, the Prince Who Is Pitts is currently projected to lose by 63 points, 90-127 to and some change. Uh, the Prince Who's Pits is starting Effing Emoji against the Dolphins, Thunder Thighs against the Cowboys. Wow, I can't read apparently. Uh, Chunk against the Titans. Gimme Moore is not doing too much yet against the Falcons tonight. Fist isn't really either against the Panthers. Brownies questionable, but going against the Dolphins. Grumpy against the Cardinals. My Cousin against the 49ers. Um, and then for IDPs, he's got three projected around 10 or above in Hickey, uh, Julian Love, and El Coolio. For the projected winning team, D says he's going to have Patrick Mahomes versus the Jaguars, James Conner versus the Rams, 
Saquon versus the Texans. Stephon Diggs against Minnesota. Minneapolis Miracle, miracle Revenge, potentially. Uh, Devontae Adams against the Colts. Travis Kelsey versus the Jaguars. Mac Hollins versus the Colts. Tyler Higby versus the Cardinals. Uh, his IDPs only has one predicted to be over 10 in Max Crosby going against the putrid Colts offensive line. If that held, D Slacky would move to 7 and 3. Stark would, or sorry, not Stark, Prince would be 4 and 6. If we go to the next matchup, we got Team Little Slads versus Team Tactical Tanking Allowed. This is projected to be within one point as of right now, or just a little bit over one point. Randy's projected to currently win. Four little slats is starting Tom Brady against the um, Seahawks, Alvin Kamara against the Steelers, Travis Etienne against the Chiefs, Gabriel Davis versus the Vikings, Amon Ross St. Brown versus the Bears, Greg Dulcich versus the T- Tennessee oh. Titans. Did he get promoted from the practice squad? Mm. He was on it. <clears throat> yeah. James Cook against the Vikings. Austin Knox against the Vikings. Um, and then we got three IDPs projected at 10 or above in Big Mac, Kevin Byard, and Jalen Ramsey. For Team Technical Tanking Allowed, we got Russell Wilson against the Titans, Nick Chubb against the Dolphins, Delvin Cook against the Bills, AJ Brown versus the Commanders, Mike Evans is questionable against the Seahawks, Dalton Schultz versus the Packers, Kareem Hunt versus the Dolphins. Julio Jones versus the Seahawks. He has two IDPs projected around 10 or above in Fred Warner and Shaq Leonard, who is questionable. If this projection held, Randy would move to 5-5, five and five, and Little Slads would move to 3-7. Um, and seven. We'll go to the fifth matchup of the week, and we'll have my squad, Peacock Power, versus the epitome of brutality in Will, who we have identical records. This projection has changed quite a bit throughout this because we have a couple players in action right now. But at the moment, Will is projected to win 143.58 to 137.24 over me. For myself, I have Cod Cheat Code against the Rams. Scorderell Patterson only with four points so far against the Panthers. Jonathan Taylor against the Raiders. Captain Kirk versus the Chiefs. Amari Cooper against the Dolphins. Goose Egg is sick against the Browns. Young Buck against the Steelers. My goodness. Um, Terrace Marshall, who has zero points at the moment. And if we looked at it before, if that one catch for that one first down and then the fumble, it would have been a zero-yard play anyways. So he's back to his zero-point performance. Um, for my IDPs, I have Aaron Donald projected to be over 10. For Will, he'll be starting the 2022 NVP against the Packers. Shake, 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 shake your booty, I think. Um, with 1.2 points so far, yikes, against the Panthers. I'm your boogeyman against the Eagles. Catches anything except for those he drops against the, Col- the Raiders. Newly acquired TikTok sensation against the Jaguars. The Mooth is Luth against the Saints. Sutton on the dock of the bay against the Titans. Held back by Matt Canada. Accurate. 
against the Saints. Um, he's got Rashawn Evans going right now, who's not doing very well with only four points. Uh, for his IDPs, he's got Jake Kumro's cousin projected to be over 12 points. That's a pretty good performance. Um, if this projection held, I'd be four and six. Will would be five and five. We go to the final matchup. I saved the best for the last. The brand new member of this league. Congrats, you get to play Andy's team, who is projected to currently win by 34 points. Uh, get Burl Bitches versus Team China Star. 180.6 to 146.46. For Get Burl Bitches, we have Jimmy Garoppolo against the Chargers. Leonard Fournette against the Seahawks. Derrick Henry against the uh, Broncos. Dustin Hop or Dustin DeAndre Hopkins against the Rams, Roy versus Buffalo, Robert Tunyon versus the Cowboys, DeAndre Swift versus the Bears, two girls one cup against the Cardinals. All of our IDPs are currently projected to be around ten or more in Ed Oliver, Demario Davis, Deshaun Elliott, and Zayvon Collins coming off the cookie win. Kyle Pitts just dropped his only target of the game. Uh, moving on to Team China Star. Oh, maybe he he, uh, he has one catch. Uh, for Team China Star in his For the Throne debut, we have QB1 against the Texans. Oh, war flags. King Rowland versus the Saints. Bartholomew versus the Packers. Lizard Emoji, who's questionable against the Cowboys. Doghouse against the 49ers. Yogurt versus the Chargers. Dark Helmet versus the Rams. Lightning Bolt Emoji versus the Jaguars. Uh, we got Fat Randy, who we talked about earlier. Um, then for his IDPs, he's got two projected to be over 10 in Dr. Schlotkin and All Elite Spaceball. We'll have to see if these Spaceball nicknames hold after... Spaceballs was now two owners ago for this squad. Uh, but if this held, Andy would be seven and three, and Team China Star would be four and six. We also hope you get a team name soon. And that'll do it for our week 10 preview. It'll be a really interesting matchup to see what happens. And honestly, by the time that we record next week, We'll have 10 weeks in, and we might be previewing what the trade deadline is going to look like, with the trade deadline being next Thursday for our league at 6.30. Justin, what's your kind of perspective on trading entering into the final week before trading is stopped? With so many teams in the middle, it's going to be hard to see who's buyers and who's sellers. We kind of know there are three buyers for sure, in uh, D. Sladke, Sterk, and Andy, and two sellers for sure, in Ryan and yourself at this point, just because it doesn't seem like either one of you is probably making the playoffs. And with Ryan's trade today, it's kind of signaled that way, or at least that's what he thinks for himself. But all the rest of the teams are just smushed in the middle. So unless you're dealing with one of those few you don't really know what you're going to be getting at so this this week could change up a lot of teams thoughts about what they're going to end up looking for next week and obviously i am not trying to contend so i'll maybe be making some moves in the next week we'll have to see what comes my way but i'm looking forward to seeing 
the league as a whole, what it looks like after the draft or the trade shakeup. So thank you for listening to this episode of Before the Throne Dynasty Podcast. We'll see you next week.